It's Thursday. Welcome to February, February 1st. I'm Ian Price. Here's our top local story. A juvenile student has been taken into custody after a bomb threat was made against Roanoke County's Northside High School earlier this week. No name or age has been released at this time. County education officials say on Tuesday police informed them of the threat, which was made on social media. A House of Delegates subcommittee has advanced legislation that would create a half-day summer program to help reduce youth gun violence. WFIR's Clark Palmer has that story. Legislation that looks to start a summer program meant to reduce youth gun violence in the Roanoke City and Petersburg's public school systems has been approved by the House Education K-12 subcommittee. Roanoke Delegate Amber Sewell, who sponsored the legislation, went before the subcommittee yesterday. We've seen many programs that work with the schools and with the students, but something that integrates through the summer school uh, at the beginning is, is, is exciting. Um, and uh, we're, we're hopeful that we can uh, start to make an impact. The half-day summer programs feature Motivation Mondays, College Tuesdays, Workforce Wednesdays, Service Thursdays, and Fun Fridays. Superintendent for Roanoke City Public Schools, Verlita White, told the subcommittee this would help steer youth away from harmful behaviors. So we want to, to target our rising eighth graders and show them not only the detrimental effects of violence on a community, but their responsibility and how they can become community builders. The subcommittee unanimously voted in favor of the initiative, but it still faces a long road in the General Assembly. Clark Palmer, WFIR News. A bill that cleared an early hurdle yesterday in the House of Delegates would broaden the state's revenge pornography law by adding a new category of sexual images that would be unlawful to disseminate. The measure would build on the General Assembly's previous work to protect victims from having their intimate images shared without their consent. The issue of so-called revenge porn took center stage during last year's state elections when the media was alerted to sex videos live-streamed by Democratic House candidate Susanna Gibson and her husband. Officials with Valley Metro say more than 100 passengers have utilized the Metro Flex during its first week in operation. That microtransit service, Metroflex, we've been telling you about, allows passengers to schedule late-night bus rides Monday through Saturday and during the day on Sunday across the Roanoke Valley. It costs $1.75 a ride in the cities of Roanoke and Salem, as well as the town of Vinton. Carillion Clinic could soon be home to the first adult kidney transplant center in southwest Virginia. State approval is still pending, but the wheels are in motion, as WFIR's Gene Morano reports. The Office of Licensure and Certification must review and then sign off on a certificate of public need. If it does, Carillion would be home to a kidney transplant center. The nearest one in the state is in Charlottesville. Winston-Salem has one also. Dr. David Salzberg is Carillion's fellowship-trained transplant surgeon. It would actually cut down on complications, for sure. The kidney transplant itself is life-saving. There's no question about it. It is a life-saving transplant. The accessibility to that transplant is the biggest deterring factor in a, a donor kidney getting into a recipient. Carillion says as many as 5,000 people in the region are in the advanced stages of kidney failure, making time of the essence. As for transplant availability in this area... There is a giant gaping hole. Unfortunately, because in-stage renal disease, chronic kidney disease, is, is such an indolent issue that can kind of go on for years without really being treated head-on. There are more 
end-stage renal disease patients in rural southwest Virginia than there are in the rest of the state. So not only do we not have a transplant center here, we have more transplant patients. Salzburg says if and when the Certificate of Public Need is approved, it will be 2025 or perhaps 2026 before Carillion can start offering kidney transplant surgery. Gene Morano, WFIR News. That's the latest. Check back tomorrow for our next update. Ian Price, WFIR News.